you know, what was the main religion of Cambodia before Buddhism? The answer to that question is they were Hindu. And they became Hindu through the Indian traders who traveled to this area. Hi, this is Anita from the Dusty Roads podcast. You know, one of my favorite countries to travel is Cambodia. It really is a fascinating place. And I have been traveling to Cambodia since the 1990s. In fact, I was there very early on when Pol Pot was still out there in the jungle somewhere. You know, today, Cambodia is a predominantly Buddhist country. And when you go there, you will see that it is very, very Buddhist. There will be monks walking on the streets. There's Buddhist temples everywhere. But, you know, before Buddhism was really prevalent in Cambodia, the main religion in Cambodia was Hinduism. And this may surprise a lot of people. In fact, it surprised me as I was learning about this. I have written a blog on this on my blog, A Bus on a Dusty Road. And the title of my blog is, What Was the Main Religion in Cambodia Before Buddhism? You know, today, Cambodia is about 95% Buddhist. But even though Cambodia was founded on the Hinduism religious principles. And I want to talk a little bit about this era in Cambodia of the Hinduism. You know, Hinduism arrived in Cambodia as early as the first century. In fact, it can be said that Hinduism is the oldest, if not one of the oldest religions in Cambodia. Yeah, we're not sure the exact date that Hinduism arrived, but we know that it was during the first century. You know, Indians coming from the coast of India traveled to all parts of Southeast Asia, including Cambodia. And during their travels, they brought Hinduism with them. This is, you know, a great example of how religions during this time traveled. And, you know, if you look at where India is and Cambodia is today, you can see they actually traveled pretty far away. You know, so... You know, Hinduism is really an example how the Indians in India left their homeland during this era to travel to all parts of Southeast Asia. And they traveled as far away as to parts of the Philippines, in fact. So Hinduism had a profound effect on Cambodia and the entire culture and historical development of Cambodia. That is why you may find temples and cultural relics that have hints of Indian architecture and culture in them, even still today. You know, from the first of the six centuries, we know that it was the Kingdom of Funan that Cambodia was then part of Vietnam and Thailand, were practicing mainly Hinduism. In fact, from the first of six centuries, Cambodia was part of what was known as a Funan Empire, which covered you know all of this area, Thailand. Cambodia, and Vietnam. You know, the name Funan is actually a Chinese name that is known to be by the, from the Chinese annals that were used in a reference for this area. The visiting Chinese traders, scholars, and others reported back to China and used the name Funan to describe the government and people of this time. So you see that not only was there this influence of Hinduism coming from India, but there was also the Chinese and the Chinese traders coming to this part of the world as early as the first to the sixth centuries. You know, many times we think of this time of the world and we think of everything sort of being isolated, but that wasn't really true. These traders and scholars and others were traveling 
throughout this area. They were traveling by ship. They were traveling on the old Silk Road. They were traveling to all these different parts of the world. And when I think of these people, I think of them as kind of being the ultimate explorers. I mean, you know, your traveling is taking you months and months or years, and and maybe you might even leave your country for 10 or 20 years before you get back to your homeland to go out and see these distant lands. You know, one of the one of the places that you can really see the Hinduism is actually in the what was what was then the Khmer Empire, over to the ninth century, which is an Angkor Wat. If you get a chance to go to Cambodia, we highly recommend that you go to see Angkor Wat or Siem Reap, which is where all these fascinating old temples are located. The Khmer Empire was a very powerful period in Cambodian history. And that's why today you will find that many Cambodians, you know, call themselves Khmer because, you know, it really was a proud time for Cambodia during this time. That in the Khmer Empire, it's when Cambodia actually changed from worshiping mainly Hinduism to Buddhism. So, you know, the first half of the Khmer Empire, they were pretty much worshiped a Hindu. And then later on, they switched to Buddhism. So it was really between the 9th to the 15th centuries when the Khmer Empire took place that the switch of religion also took place within Cambodia itself. You know, to really understand the power of the Khmer Empire, when you visit Angkor Wat, you can see that this area has such wealth and power that it basically was one of the urban centers of the time. It was, you know, it was, it was, it was a seat that was once a powerful Hindu empire, but then, you know, later, as we mentioned, changed to Buddhism. You can see within Angkor Wat itself, you can see some of the influences of this Hinduism and some of the stone carvings and the reliefs and, 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 and many of the other things. You can see it almost feels a little bit like it did come from India, that it did come from Hinduism. And that's because it actually did. And that's what really strikes strikes you, or at least struck me, when, when I went to visit Angkor Wat, and I've been there quite a few times, is to be able to see some of these reliefs and other things, and it does have this Indian feel to it. And, you know, you don't think about it, because actually, you know, as I mentioned today, Cambodia is 95% Buddhist. So you really think, well, where did this influence came from? And it actually came because it was it it was once a Hindu empire that later switched to become Buddhist. You know, to give you a, a couple things about Angkor Wat is, you know, Angkor Wat is an architectural masterpiece. It's considered to be the, a masterpiece of the Khmer architecture, art, and culture. It's the largest temple in the Angkor Wat complex. So if you go to Angkor Wat and if you love temples, this is the place to go because there are literally just masses of these temples all around in the area. You know, so when you visit Angkor Wat, you know, you can see, you know, you can see as many temples as you want to see. You could spend, you know, a day there. You could spend two days there. You could spend a week there. It just depends upon how many temples you'd like to see. But the one thing that you will see there is you will see some of the um, influences of how Cambodia was once a Hindu country and was not a Buddhist country. So to answer the question, 
you know, what was the main religion of Cambodia before Buddhism? The answer to that question is they were Hindu. And they became Hindu through the Indian traders who traveled to this area. If you get a chance to visit Cambodia, do go visit there. And do keep your eyes and ears open to see the Hindu influences, which can still be found, and some of the great architecture, which is found in places like Siem Reap. This is Anita from the Dusty Roads podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed our podcast. And if you have any questions or thoughts, we'd certainly love to hear from you. As we've mentioned again, Cambodia is one of our favorite places to travel. And definitely Siem Reap, if you love history, if you love architecture, is definitely should be on your list as one of the great wonders of the world because it really is a magnificent place to visit. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope that you will continue to live your life as a global citizen, because that's really what this podcast is about, living your life as a global citizen. And even if you can't travel there, we hope that you will become a history buff or a buff of culture, and that you will love to learn about peoples and places of other parts of the world. We'd like to thank our team, particularly Rico, who helped put this all together. And we'd like to thank you, our listeners, for listening to us. Thank you so much.